I'm Hannah Lucas, and I'm 19 years old. And I'm Charlie Lucas, and I'm 16 years old. And we created a tool to help people who are struggling with their mental health. This is our story. Mental health isn't just for one race, one nationality, or even one region. I hope it becomes a movement because at the end of the day, I want people to know that it is okay to be not okay. Mental illness is not a weakness. Hey, I'm Danny Washington and welcome to The Genius Generation, the podcast about young people who are changing our world in big ways. Before we get started, I want to let you know that in this episode, we're gonna be tackling some tough subjects, including bullying, harassment, mental health, and suicide. If you're feeling suicidal, thinking about hurting yourself, or concerned that someone you know may be in danger of hurting themselves, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. My guests today are a brother-sister team who created an app to help people struggling with mental illness. Welcome, Hannah and Charlie. We're so happy to have you on the show today. Hi, thanks for having us. I love that a brother-sister team is joining us. This is a first for sure. So, can you guys give me an explanation of your app? How does it work? So, essentially, the Not Okay app is a digital panic button that, when pressed, it sends a text message to your pre-selected five closest contacts. These can be your friends, your family, anyone you trust to help you when you're not okay. Then they get a text message with your current GPS location and directions. Wow, it's brilliant. Such a simple idea, but straight to the point and very much needed. Can you tell me more about the trusted contacts? Hannah, what happens after you choose them? These people can be your friends, your family, therapist, life coach, doctor, honestly, whoever you trust to be there when your moment of need comes. And once you input those trusted contacts, the trusted contacts will then receive a text message that says, hey, um, so-and-so has added you as a trusted contact for the Not Okay app with a link that lets them know what a trusted contact is so they can get a little bit more information. And what that does is it really just opens the door to starting this conversation about what's going on in the user's life and you know why they would need this app from a non-judgmental standpoint. So you don't have to find the words to start this conversation. The app starts this conversation for you, which is really what I love. And then whenever you are not okay, like Charlie said, you press the not okay button and your trusted contacts will be alerted that you are not okay and you need help along with your GPS location so that they can go physically get you if need be. Amazing. Just such a good idea. So tell me how the idea for the app came about. Hannah, I know it's related to a medical condition that you have called POTS or POTS. Maybe you could first tell us what POTS is. POTS stands for postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Essentially, it just causes me to pass out or faint. I have, of course, I deal with other symptoms, but it's a lot, so you probably don't want to hear them all. Got it. Wow, that's a mouthful. Okay, so this condition causes you to faint, to pass out at any time without warning. That must have been so incredibly scary and stressful. How did your condition lead to the development of the Not Okay app? I came up with the idea when I was a freshman in high school. I was passing out a lot even before I got my diagnosis. And because of this, boys in my engineering class 
started threatening me, bullying me, harassing me, sexually threatening me. I used to go to a predominantly um, white high school. So I was getting called the N-word because of them. I lived, I lived my life in fear. It got to the point where I wasn't even allowed to use the bathroom by myself because what if I passed out all alone and one of those people found me? It was just, it was awful. I told adults because that's the first thing you should ever do de dealing with bullies. However, in my situation, the adults weren't much help. In the end, all they said was, boys will be boys. I spiraled really badly into depression and anxiety, struggling with eating disorders, self-harm, until one night I just, I honestly couldn't handle the pressure anymore. And I attempted suicide. But luckily, my mom saved my life that night. She found me doing what I was doing that night. And just the horror on her face, it was permanently burned into my brain. And I knew that I never wanted to hurt her or see her like that again. So I knew immediately, I knew I needed a tool that I could not only use for my chronic illness, but my mental illness as well. Talking about mental health issues, it, it's tough. And so to have the courage to go to your family and to say, I need, I need support right now, takes a lot. Charlie, I'm curious from your perspective, how did that whole situation make you feel? Watching Hannah deal with all of that was horrifying for me because I knew I really couldn't do anything to help her. So when she told me about her idea for the app, the first thing that I said was, and I quote, it has got... <laughs> because I knew I could actually help her with that because ever since I was about seven because like that's what normal seven-year-olds do I taught myself how to program and how to make apps and on that very day I started working on the wireframe and the workflow for the app which is essentially how the app looks and how it works that is so dope I know it's not easy to create an app what were some of the roadblocks that you hit along the way in the beginning we were interviewing developers left and right and they sat down, they'd look at us as kids, and then they'd like not really take us seriously. And they'd either not talk to us and talk to our mom instead when we were giving them the pitch of what we wanted. They were like non-responsive. It was just, it was a struggle, man. And then even when we launched the app and we were first getting into this mental health space, and we were just trying to get up funding, <laughs> everyone was like, wow, you guys actually created a solution. And then they saw our age and they were like, good job, Betty. And we were like, come on, we deserve funding too. Unlike these other organizations, we're not only talking about it, but we have a solution and it's free. So that was definitely the biggest struggle. Got it. Some folks were looking down on you thinking that you weren't capable or didn't have the right ideas, but you did. Mm -hmm. Charlie, you were 12 years old when you guys developed this idea and, and you were 15, right, Hannah? Yes. It's still a struggle that we have to do every single time, that we have to pull ourselves up mm -hmm. and get a seat at the table yeah. because people aren't trying to listen to us because of our age, because of our race. Wow. Which developer eventually said yes and decided to help you develop this app? Jason and Lindy from East Taylor Creative. They were phenomenal. All they did was listen and they treated it like a real meeting they were phenomenal when did you know that the app was a success the day of our launch we saw it trending on twitter affinity magazine did like a cute little video on it and it got 
400,000 views. Yeah, 400,000 views. Wow. 400,000 views mm -hmm. on that first day? It was insane. Absolutely. How many people downloaded the app so far? So far, we have over 100,000 downloads. Yeah. <laughs> over 100,000. That's incredible. Oh my goodness. What kind of feedback have you received from some of the users? We've been getting really amazing feedback. Our DMs are always open on Instagram, Twitter. One of the best things that we've gotten is a girl reaching out to us and she was like, thank you guys so much for making this app. You've saved my life so many times over these years since launch. I had to take a step back and just process that because it was, it was just incredible. I can't even believe that Charlie and I were able to create this this amazing resource that people are actually using. It's been amazing being able to see all the people say, this app changed my life. This app saved my life. It's just been frankly amazing so far. Yeah, things could have turned out so differently if my mom hadn't caught me that night. And it's just, it's insane. I firmly believe that everyone has a purpose on this planet and it sounds like you may have found yours. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. For sure. Okay, future. What's next for you guys? We're planning on expanding globally so that everyone can have access to the Not Okay app. My dream for the Not Okay app is to have it in every language so that anyone can have access to it. Because mental health is not just for one race, one nationality, or even one region. What about you, Hannah? My goal, my ultimate goal with the Nautica app is I hope it becomes more than just an app. I hope it becomes a movement. Honestly, I just, at the end of the day, I want people to know that it is okay to be not okay because the stigma is the biggest thing that I struggled with during my initial battle. My parents never talked about it. No one around me ever talked about mental health when I was growing up. Our whole thing was mental toughness. You have to be mentally tough. Don't let anything shake you or you're weak. But mental illness isn't a weakness. It's part of who you are and how you face it is also a part of who you are. So let's face it together. <laughs> Beautifully said. You both are incredible humans and I'm grateful that you exist on this earth because you're addressing something that's super important and you're still under the age of 18. Okay, that is amazing. Seriously, thank you both for taking the time to be with us today. I'm looking forward to everything that you're gonna accomplish in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Genius Generation. To learn more about Hannah and Charlie's app, you can go to notokapp.com or download it. It's available on iOS and Android. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and subscribe. The Genius Generation is a podcast created by Seeker and Tracks. The show is hosted by me, Danny Washington. Emily Feld and Eben Hall are our producers. Caroline Rolfe, Brian Simagala, and Matt Morales are our Seeker producers. Our editor and sound designer is John Pappas. Our executive producers are Brett Kushner, Michelle Smalley, and Brian Pendergast. Our PA is Navani Otero. Thanks for listening. Funding for the Genius Generation comes from the Arthur Vining Davis Foundations, investing in our common future. How do we create change that lasts? True transformation happens by changing the system, not just the situation. It's a bit like the difference between saving a tree and creating a new sustainable way of doing forestry. 
Ashoka is a global community of thousands of changemakers who are committed to making systemic change and empowering others to do the same. We get it. Changing systems sounds intimidating, but there's nothing to fear. Join Ashoka for a three-part learning journey to uncover issues you care about, identify the root causes, and start building a solution. Learn more by visiting changemaking.net or check out the link in the show notes. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.